0: Again, uh, we're back with the T Duck Podcast, uh, as we call it, the T Duck Tales. Uh, a couple of guests I have with me today. I have Ashley uh, producing here, and she'll be handling the technical side of things. Also, have Kalina over there, and Diara and Chloe. Ladies, won't y'all go ahead and introduce yourself?
1: Hi, my name is Kalina Hemuli. I'm Diara Jones. I'm Chloe Anderson.
0: And these are the Thunder Duck players And also they have a match tonight Uh, Should be a very, very interesting match this evening A couple of things I do want to get into first though Is uh, that the conference that y'all planned The DAC conference It's gotten underway already Uh, We were on a little 10 day pause there for a minute But now we're back up and running And uh, we should be good to go Just to kind of give you a little brief background of the DAC conference, it's all the Dallas College schools uh, Richland College, uh, Brookhaven, Cedar Valley, Mountain View, North Lake, and Eastfield. And like I said, the girls are into their conference play right now. And at the end of the conference play, we have what we have the conference tournament. Uh, The format being the first two teams get a bye and then the third place fourth and fifth place sixth. Now the winner of that particular conference tournament moves on to the national tournament, which I'm not 100% sure where it'll be right now, but normally it's up in New York somewhere. So we're definitely looking forward to that and everything is forward. Today we wanted to talk about the so-called rival game today, because like I said, we were going to touch base on it a little bit. Uh, you have Brookhaven. <clears throat> uh, any thoughts, ladies? You can chime in wherever you want, whoever wants. Feel free, Ash, jump in there.
2: Um, I'm feeling really confident tonight. Um, I feel like we've all worked hard, and we've prepared for this, and it's nothing that we're not ready for.
0: Chloe, are you ready for the big show?
3: I am um, I think it will be a challenge but I think we are prepared and ready.
0: All right, Ashley. You've been you've you've been there done that a couple of times and hopefully this time we get it down right.
4: Yeah, hopefully this time we just really conquer and just dominate the field and just have the ability to beat them this time cuz I'm tired of Losing to them, (laughs) but we got this, though. I'm pretty confident. All the girls, we have a lot of talent. We have the speed, we have the skills. Um, We just have to really work hard to get the win. Yeah, Yeah.
1: I feel like if we just keep a level head and keep calm and collected throughout the game, and just play simple, we will be able to, you know, step up to the game.
0: Yes, that's great, ladies. I think y'all be perfectly fine out there. You you've been prepped well. And uh, like I said, from the way I see y'all at training, you're you're doing a great job. You're you're on time. You're you're taking care of business and doing what you need to do. One thing about your opponent this evening, good old Jimmy Elder, one of my friends and colleagues as well. Um, as you can see, he's been doing a pretty good job over there. He has a little successful program now that he's over there, kind of running the show. Uh, of course. There's times when we do bat heads on the field, but hey, that's normal with any program and any rival team that you're up against. You gotta understand when we say rival, you gotta remember one thing is always consistent. (laughs) We're the common denominator of the rival. One year it might be Eastfield, one year it might have been Cedar Valley, this year it's Brookhaven as the rival. With that being said, like I said, I look forward to an interesting contest this evening. Uh, As I want to go into a couple of other things as well, um, the coaching breakdown about this, and that would, you know, require that for myself, uh, Scott, and Keenan as well. Uh, A couple of things that we do when we have to break down some of y'all team's opponents. Um, First of all, we scout them out and we go watch them. But we've also seen video of the players that might have stood out. Now, being me specifically and being more detailed about certain things, I like to check players' history, have they won accolades, all these things as well. But a couple of other things that stand out to me is the body motion of how they play, uh, their tendencies. Everybody has certain tendencies that they do and like-minded habits. Uh, Some of y'all girls get into habits of maybe, you know, going a certain direction or a certain way or a certain signature type move. And uh, these are things we kind of look for in different players that helps us better be equipped to play against these teams. And one important thing, which I'm sure all four of y'all really understand, attitude, Uh, a player's attitude, can go a long way and can change a game literally overnight. All right? Uh, are they a head or are they very mild-tempered and calmed and compact? So, you know, these things play a large factor into a lot of different things. Also, uh, the mental aspect and the personal goals of y'all, I kind of want to dig into that as well. Um, I was... Hoping maybe I can get some feedback from y'all on this. Um, I had five uh, little quick ideas that can kind of better improve your soccer game a little bit. And uh, I kind of want y'all to dig a little bit into that as well. Um, Training with confidence. Um, Ladies, what do y'all think about that?
1: I think that uh, that is a very important, you know, aspect because everything – um everything starts mentally and when you're not confident it really it really just um kind of affects you affects how you play and you know if you you cannot be like the best player or anything but if you're confident in how you play and how you handle the ball it makes a big difference you know and i think that's just in every aspect of your life um being a confident person it goes a long way
0: all right, that, that, that's a very good answer. I couldn't, I couldn't spoke better myself on that. Now, something which I find a little bit interesting as well, love developing your game. Ashley, you want to chime in on that?
4: Um, every day you can learn something new that will help you develop your, develop everything like skill wise or just anything. Um, I remember before coming here, I wasn't, I didn't have like the best touch. Um, I was, I was decent. Okay. I was decent. But, um, with y'all's help, it really helped me develop my skill and really like what's like the more proper way to go to the ball, like creating that space. Like you would always say just like each day you can develop your mindset and just develop everything else in life, really just one day at a time.
0: One other thing I did want to add to that is a lot of players are so concerned with the results from the game that they kind of, forget to lose the importance of developing your game and uh, that's something that we have to keep in mind at all times. Uh, Chloe, I want you to elaborate on this particular um, quick idea, a love off the ball. Now what I kind of mean by that is basically look, everybody loves when they got a ball at their feet, right? But it's when you don't have the ball at your feet. Most of y'all are kind of just lagging around or walking or whatnot. But um, if you could, and when you get a chance, uh, go ahead and elaborate on that, because you want to love off the ball movement as well.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, it's really all about movement. So if you don't have the ball, you're, you're still moving with the team, you're still running, you're, you're not just standing there being useless.
1: Basically, like, creating space, you yeah. know, moving off the ball. No matter if you don't have the ball, you know, you still should be an available option to another player who does, you know.
0: Yeah, of course. I mean, that's, that's, that's totally understandable. And, and, you know, you have to be uh, that type of player because it's not always about the ball. As I've mentioned multiple times and plenty of times I'll continue to mention, the work that you do off the ball is almost ten times as important as what you do on the ball. Um, Sometimes the credit don't always go to that off the ball, but at the end of the day, it's not about credit. It's about working as a team and getting the job done. Now, uh, another thing that I thought was a very, very good idea was play in the present. And, Kalina, I'm going to let you have that. Uh, What do you think I mean by play in the present?
1: Um, If I could explain what you mean, I believe that, um, for me personally I feel that when you Playing in the present is just Being in the game right there There then. you go, you, you got know. It. Don't think about your past, don't think about yesterday's practice there Or you, go. you know, think about the mistakes That you've done, just play right here, right now And make that change and improve Right now
0: Yeah, Always ready, always being alert You know And you know, enjoy the game Now uh, One other thing I wanted to Touch base on as well, and uh, Deara, I'm gonna throw this at you play free, just free play. What do you think I mean when we say free play?
2: Um, whenever you say free play, I believe it's more so, um, playing freely, play, having fun, but you know, not feeling like you have to do this, or you have to do that, or if you made this mistake, or if you made that mistake. You know, it's kind of like next ball, next play, next movement. You know, just thinking in a positive, free headspace that you're not really controlled by the mistakes you made or you're not really too much worried about the previous
0: mistakes that you made. Chloe, you want to elaborate on that?
3: Yeah, like she said, it's not about, like, worrying about if you made mistakes or worrying about if you made that mistake. It's having fun, but still putting in the work to get better.
0: Because at the end of the day, ladies, you know, as well as I know, soccer is still soccer. It has not changed. And at the end of the day, it still has to be fun. You know, we got, we got to still be able to laugh. You got to still be able to enjoy the game for what it really is worth. Okay now another important uh point which i thought was also important as well uh along with our mental aspect and personal goals and so forth is becoming soccer optimist now i don't know if all y'all know what optimist is but you know i was going to go ahead and break that down for you it's a person who uh who's hopeful and confident about the future or the success of something, what do y'all think about that?
1: Um, for me, I feel like when everything is against you and it, you know, you may lack a lot of talent or you know may not have a lot of skills, um, it's good to be optimistic and confident because with that you can, I feel, you can um, overcome any obstacles when you have that positive attitude and that um, belief and motivation in yourself to push through because you know that's why people like underdogs because they they push through even though you know they have all the odds against them and adding on to
2: what Kalina said I feel like as a team we're optimistic for today because although we were off for 10 days for quarantine we still came back and we were ready to play we were ready to practice we were ready to learn we were ready to put in the work because. We, we're hopeful for the future. We're wanting to win, and we're wanting to do great.
0: Actually, I think it showed in that last game that you just <laughs> played, actually. Um, I mean, I think even you yourself put in a couple of goals there yourself. So I think that shows the motivation and the drive behind what you're trying to do and what you want to accomplish. Now, on that subject as well with being soccer optimists, there's things in uh, the soccer community that, you know, we – kind of have to cope with and you know things we really have to deal with sometime and you know we got to understand that we have to be able to accept the tough things that happen uh, and and kind of deal with it and go with it and you know things you want to kind of ask yourself as a self-analysis you know ask you that you know can I cope in the soccer community brings all different challenges at us, you know. Can I cope when we're down, down a goal? Or can I cope when I make mistakes? I'm sure all of y'all have felt that from a time or two. Uh, can I cope when I'm being dropped off the roster for this week? You know, that's, that's part of the game. Uh, like I said, can you cope with a lot of different things that's on... And off the pitch you gotta understand like I said life goes on even once you step off that field and you got to be able to cope and deal with these things so these are self analysis you kind of got to make to keep you moving forward and involved into the game okay um another aspect which I wanted to look at too: w- the winning mental game and uh, on that side uh, a lot of y'all soccer players, and I say most athletes, period, it's kind of tough for them because soccer is a mental game. Uh, Literally three-fourths of the game is mental. (laughs) That other quarter percent, that's basically the physical side. If you can win the mental game, you can pretty much take over pretty much anything at that. There's a uh, specific uh, uh, coach uh, that I don't know if y'all are aware of this. Uh, he's Arsene Wenger. He's, he used to be the head coach for the Premier League soccer team, Arsenal FC, and he'd been there for a long time. He's probably one of the longest winning coaches there. And one thing he mentioned about motivation, which I thought was actually kind of great, is um, are you self-motivated? You know, and that's a question I like to put out to all of you, Ashley.
4: Um, I, every single day I'm motivated to push myself to be, to do better and to be better, especially when it comes to like like my education or just like soccer or anything else in life. I'm just, it's just like, I have to push myself because if not, I'm not going to get anywhere. Really? Yeah.
0: Any of y'all want to chime in on that as well? Self-motivation.
2: I'd like to think that I stay pretty self-motivated just because every day when I wake up, I pray to God and I just get my day started. Rather it be soccer, rather it be my education, or just in my everyday life, I like to stay prepared and I like to tell myself, you know, you've got this. And I continue to tell myself that because I don't want to be that what-if person and I don't want to dwell on my mistakes. I want to be say I did I want to be glad to say that I did this or that I did that.
0: Kalina?
1: Um I would like to say that I'm um pretty self-motivated whether you know it comes to school or soccer and you know sometimes it's not easy. It's it you know life kind of hits you hard and um certain things but that's when you just have to take that and let that you know become your strength to push harder and to overcome and um don't let that drag you down, you know, because there's, you can't dwell so much on the past. um, And, you know, you just have to stay on top of your things and stay motivated because there's brighter days to come ahead.
0: Of course.
3: Um, I think I'm pretty self-motivated for me. I like to look on the positive side of things. I don't like to look on the negative or in the past. I like to keep moving forward and pushing myself to do better every single day with it's soccer and school or anything I'm doing.
0: And ladies, just so you know off the record, a couple of the reasons why I have you particularly young ladies here is because I see some of your self-motivation and some of the things that you do on the field and outside the field so kudos to you and pat on the back as well now i quoted to you earlier uh of this uh, particular coach arson Wenger and he was very keen on self-motivation and so forth and one quote that he made was that uh he believes that when you look at people that are successful they are people that are constantly motivated and always willing to make sacrifices to achieve their goals what do y'all think about that statement
1: um I believe that's that's really true because um you know you can't you have to, you have to continually, continuously be hungry you know, every single day. You have to wanna be a go-getter. You wanna be able to improve. You wanna be able to get that money or do better in school or you know, play a better game every single day. That's the only way you're gonna get better, the only way you're gonna be successful. You have to always stay driven and stay hungry. So I think that, um, that statement is very true to me. And
2: I also agree with Kalina because the way I see it is you can never do too much. You can never reach past your expectations. So I feel like if I do this one day, I want to do better the next day. And I want to continue to have that mindset and continue to think that way. Because if I pass a good ball, I can pass a better ball. If I scored a great goal, I can score a better goal. If I got an, a B, I can get an A. It's all about your mindset and about what you want to achieve.
0: That is perfectly correct. I couldn't have said it no better myself, ladies. Now, uh, another area I do want to touch on as well, and um, I kind of want to get your thoughts on it because I'm pretty picky in this department, professionalism. Um, I'm going to say with that, At the end of the day, how you present yourself out there to the public and how you present yourself in your day-to-day and walk of life, that's what people are sometimes going to perceive to see you as. So on a professionalism side, especially in the soccer industry, especially where I am, um, you want to try to keep yourself up to a certain level. And you want to hold your standards at a certain level because that's what will make you the professional that you are. So I wanna ask you, uh, Ashley, mm-hmm. what standard of professionalism do you hold yourself to?
4: Um, the level of professionalism I hold myself up to is always, it's always like almost as if it's, it should be like a first impression. If I'm walking around or just anywhere, if like I'm with uh, visiting a school or just if like I'm near another team that we play, i always just make sure to obviously it should be a thing for everybody to watch their mouth and stuff because sometimes things can slip out Oh yeah um just to kind of keep just to be like at a mature level just to know like when to obviously if you say some bad things keep saying in your house or just not anywhere where there's adults and especially if you're wearing like the richland jerseys or like the richland shirts because it just doesn't look good on yourself and on the team because then those people are going to say, oh, the rest of the team is like that. That's so, like, what are the coaches? They're not doing anything. It's just like this whole presenting yourself to be responsible and just, yeah, just professionalism, just knowing, like, how you're – knowing, like, if you're in public, just to act right, just act right, because you don't know who's watching.
0: I totally 100% agree with that. I cannot say that more. Uh, you mentioned a point. You never know who's watching in- or listening for that matter. Um, hold, your hef- hold yourselves up to the highest of standards at all times and you don't have to worry about underachieving at all. And I say that on the field and off the field, how you speak, your mannerism, or how you carry yourself in your outfit and uniforms and in your, your, your manner and walk of life, in your studies as well. Try to achieve the best that you can. Now, I want to move on to um, my last point, and uh, it's kind of post-game recovery. And three points, I jumped right out of my head very quickly besides food right after the games, because I know a lot of y'all be starving. Some of y'all be (laughs) talking about your hunger during the middle of the game, and I'm like, wow. And, uh, you know, once that, you get a shower and a little ice bath, maybe something to cool you down and rest and relaxation. Chloe, would you agree with me on those? A hundred (laughs) percent,
3: hundred percent.
0: Preferably in that order? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's good, that's good. Because like I said, these are things that, like I said, you need to make sure you're taking care of yourselves. Because at the end of the day, we we want you to perform at your highest level and at your best peak. And with that being said, the body has to have time to recover. So with that being said, um, a couple of other things I did want to throw out there to y'all, and I'm sure y'all don't know this just yet, so I always throw a little curveball at y'all. Uh, a couple of <laughs> upcoming things that you have, um, I'll go into details later about it, but you have a big scavenger hunt coming up. I'm not gonna tell you about it. I'm not gonna go into details about it, Is but there a it, <laughs> Is the price
4: money. Food.
0: <laughs> oh my! I'll take Starbucks. Once again, I said I'm not gonna go into the details right now. But like I said, you you enjoy it. It's uh, very fun. Um, I've I've done it with other groups, and they they kind of loved it. Let's just say there's a pot of gold at the end of every rainbow. Let's just leave oh, it yeah. at that. <laughs> And also to keep y'all up to date and on time with everything, hey, you got a video shoot coming up too as well. Um, it's gonna be fun. all the girls will love it and you can kind of get a little more loose and crazy as y'all want to because some of y'all are definitely wild children. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. A lot of personalities. Oh yeah a whole lot of personalities. And with that being said, the next podcast date will be October 8th. Mark it on your calendar because, uh, yeah, I got a little special guest coming in for that one. That's going to help us out. But, hey, with that being said and uh, everything, I sure do appreciate y'all ladies coming in and spending some time and chatting it up with us here at T-Duck Tales. And uh, we're out.
4: All right. Bye guys. Thank you. (laughs)